a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Counseling on Demand. I am your host, Fred Riley. Welcome to the show. So, in today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about devices and, and uh, the impact that they have in the marriage. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the impact of devices in the marriage. And then what I call the do's of devices. Things that we can do with devices that are, are helpful, particularly in relationship to communication with devices. So, Let's go ahead and get started on that, uh, and and then towards the end of the show, I just wanted to touch base with you on on uh, these weekend retreats that we're doing um, that uh, we're finding people are are really interested in. So we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. But right now, let's get back to this idea of devices in the marriage and and the the effects of devices. And I think uh, you know that uh, you've been at that restaurant setting where you look across your table and your spouse is kind of disconnected, or you've even looked across to other tables and you've seen people that are on a date maybe, or their spouses, and they're not even communicating to each other, their heads down in, in their device. And, and what it does, long story short, is, is when we are on a device, on a date, or even at home, and our attention is on that device, whether we want to or not, we're sending a message of Rejection. We're sending in a message that whatever is going on uh, in the home or on the date or in the meeting is less important than what's going on because our attention is to our device. So what's going on in our device, even if we feel like we're a great listener, which you probably aren't, quite frankly, but even if we feel like we're paying attention, even if we can speak back to the person involved, what they're saying, the message is this. The message is that whatever I'm engaged in on my device is more important than you and, and what, your, what your needs are. Communication is 80% nonverbal. And so what our mind is trained to do is look for, ver- or look for nonverbal signals that, that our message is being heard. So we're looking for things like eye contact. We're looking for things like shoulders being squared up towards us. When uh, a good way to kind of experiment with this is to try to have a conversation with somebody whose back is turned to you, you're already going to feel like they're partially paying attention. But when they turn their shoulders towards you, and when they give you uh, at least a little bit of eye contact, it gives you that signal that they are downloading what you're giving. So a large effect of devices, when we are attending to them, we're sending a message that what is going on there is more important than what's going on in the home or or where we're dating or what have you. 
The other thing to keep in mind, by the way, this is the saying I have when we're on devices. Time flies while you're getting nothing done. It feels like you're getting something done, but you're getting nothing done. And our brain's ability to assess how much time we're on that device is terrible. And so to you, it feels like with your spouse or your partner that you're attending to them, that you're not spending much time on your device. But in the meantime, as they're not getting that attention, the time keeps ticking and it feels to them like forever. And I I know that you've had that experience where you've been on a device for social media or or, um, texting or what have you, and you've lost track of time. Time flies while you're getting nothing done. Because honestly, so much of what we do on our devices is just passing time. We're not really getting anything done. We're not really accomplishing anything. What we're going to do here is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about the do's of devices, the things to do with your devices. Okay, welcome back to Counseling on Demand. I am your host, Fred Riley. So we just talked about the uh, the effects of being on a device around someone that you care about, maybe even a boss or a spouse, a partner, a friend. We talked about how time flies. It goes by really fast. We're not really attending well. And we can send a message of rejection, a message that what's going on in the home, what's going on in the conversation, what's going on in the workplace doesn't really matter. And, and you, you've had that feeling. We've all had that feeling where, where we're talking and we don't feel like we're a priority. So now let's go ahead and, and change over to, well, what are the do's of devices? And, and I'd like to talk about this because devices are good things. And they're, they're good to have around. They're good resources. They're not necessarily a bad thing. If we're aware of the impact of them and we do a couple things differently, then we can find that the relationship moves along just well. The first do that I want you to be mindful of is establish that the relationship comes first. We can have devices around, but I want you and your spouse or your partner or those that you work with, I want you to establish that the relationship comes first. What this looks like is that when someone's talking to you, you put the phone down. That text, you finish the text a little bit later. Finish the, pardon me, I have this saying and I wrote it down, I, I misspoke there. Finish what you're doing after, not first and not during. So do finish what you're doing after, after not first, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to put the device down. We're going to lift our head up. We're going to pay attention to what is going on with our spouse, our partner, and so forth. So a do is to establish that the relationship comes first. Another do is to finish what you're doing on your device after, not during, not first. Our devices have a way of kind of implying that we can just take a second. And when we're typing we'll just our, our text, for example, it just takes a second. It, but in the meantime, we're still sending that message that, the text is more important than the person that we're talking to, for example. So let's move over really quickly specifically to texting with devices. I tell you what, 
if you want to enhance your relationship, you want to sidestep uh, arguments and feelings of hurt, feeling of rejection, there's three, three things to do, three uh, pieces of content to have in your text. And if you don't have one of these three things in your text, then I would encourage you not to text it. I'd encourage you to talk about negative emotions, for example, either on the phone, talk about them, or face-to-face. But here's three things that absolutely you should text. One is text affirmations. Just in the middle of the day, use your device to text an affirmation. You look great today. Text appreciation. Okay? If you're going to text... If there's an argument or different things, you can always have that disagreement face-to-face. But over text, in all the years that I've been doing this, I've never seen an argument resolve over text. I've never seen understanding over a disagreement resolve over text. So we're going to share affirmations, but we're also going to share appreciation. Just a quick thank you for helping with the kids, or thank you for working so hard. And then, this is my favorite one, texting about anticipation. Share a thought similar to, I can't wait to see you. We want to keep our interactions over text. This is what we do with devices. We text anticipation. I can't wait to get home and go out to dinner. I can't wait to have this meeting with you. I'm really excited about it. Okay, if we're talking about like a business thing. Okay, so the three A's, if you will, are affirmations, appreciation, and finally anticipation. So the do's are the three A's, and then also putting the relationship first, make that commitment. So speaking of commitment, you're, you're committed to your relationship. And sometimes we have struggles in a relationship, and sometimes we need to take some time to visit about them, but we don't have a ton of time. We don't have a lot of time to go and do therapy week after week. Well, I tell you what, on my website, you can go to Couples Retreats, and there you can, you can log in and, and register to meet with me. We go up to the Homestead Resort, which is a great place up in, Park, in the Park City area of Utah. And we take a look on a Friday evening and a Saturday afternoon. We take a look at your relationship. We zoom in on it, and we take a look at those parts we want to enhance, the parts that we want to change. And we take a really good look at the relationship. So go ahead and go to our website. That's gettingbacktolife.com. That's gettingbacktolife.com. And uh, go ahead and sign up for that retreat. It's a great experience where we build up, repair, maybe do some remodeling of the relationship. And so uh, I strongly encourage you to do that. I am Fred Riley. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You can, again, find us at gettingbacktolife.com. That's getting back the number two, life.com. <laughs>